Live from the Journeys Group Studio, this is Taking Care of Business. Good day, this is Tommy Pate. And this is George Pate. Taking Care of Business. Today is the last week of May. Yeah, last full week. Yep, yeah, because right. next week June starts, which makes this the last week in May. That is correct. Um, I uh, applaud your solo show last week. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I'm only, only saying that because your mother told me to. <laughs> I, it was not near as good a show as I put together, but I guess. Well, I'm just it, it can't. That that is an impossible standard to achieve. It, it also it also made me realize 26 minutes is a really long time if you're by yourself to just to just I ramble. But yes, I, I, I did I, it for four I, years. I, I know. I, I know you did it by yourself it just I'm, I'm i'm even more impressed than i already was because not having somebody here to to let my brain catch up was uh challenging yeah that was that would um be the reason why there were several minutes of dead air <laughs> no that was i fell asleep <laughs> it's a big difference <laughs> um did you see that i can't wait for this yeah did you see that our president embraced the rising gas prices and it said it will help americans uh, adjust to the new norm. I almost forgot we were on the radio and, and um, let loose something that would um, probably get us shut down. I also saw yesterday there was a there was a headline that um, he said that he doesn't think that a recession is inevitable. That's because it's already here. Yeah, but he was making it sound like we can we can still avoid a recession. You can't avoid something that's already started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so he's saying that that four and a half dollar gas is just going to be the new normal. No, oh, and, and then we're just going to have to suck it up. Embrace that and get used to it. Well, it could be worse. We could be in California where gas prices are almost seven dollars a gallon. Um, and I wish I and I, I don't I don't feel a bit bad for them. Um, nope, nope. But uh, I'm I'm trying to think. Um, there's any other i saw a lot of idiocy yesterday on, on the news just headlines that were scrolling by i saw quite a few of them that um apparently the uh, the the i know the general tone of america is that they're not happy with biden no um i mean everybody not just people that think like you and i i mean everybody is no. finally written. i'm impressed that that the um mass public are intelligent enough to figure that out quite frankly mm. Anyway, yep. let's get to it. Let's introduce ourselves. My name is Tommy Pate. I'm a certified financial planner with the Journeys Group. And I'm George Pate. I'm a financial advisor with the Journeys Group. We are an independent registered investment advisory firm in Aden. For those of you listening to us in Raleigh, it's about halfway between you and the beach, right outside of Greenville. Our phone number is 252-746-6785. Again, 252-746-6785. Uh, you find us on the web at www.thejourneysgroup.com. Again, www.thejourneysgroup.com. Our website has a variety of financial articles that rotate through. It has our schedule if you want to get an appointment with us, uh, our physical location, our contact information. Uh, it has the podcast, Taking Care of Business, which you're listening to right now. also has links to Facebook, to Instagram, and to what else is left? YouTube. And YouTube, yeah. Um, so if you want to see a little bit about us, go to the, go to the website. It, it's a little more personal look at us. You'll, yeah. You'll, you'll see our two chief canine officers featured there, Bo and Luke. Yep. Uh, but anyway, so we're a financial planning firm. We are that. We are that. All right. Um, what are we talking about today? We are going to talk about, I was going through my notes yesterday, and I did a show in, this looks like 2012. 
<laughs> it does, but that can't be. It must be 2016, I'm thinking. Yeah, 2016. Sure. And it was the end of the year. We'll go with that. December 17, 2016. It was the end of the year. And everybody's kind of tired. And so I'm going to ask you now, There, are, everybody out there is um, worried about the stock market, worried about what appears to be a, a significant coming conflict with China and Taiwan. Hey, where did that come from? I mean, I, I, mean, I hadn't. Well, it's been going on for years, but I, I, and I don't know this, but I'm assuming that the, the Chinese government, the communist China, they, have, as, have realized, as Royce Limbaugh would say, the Chai Coms, have realized that we don't have a backbone in the White House so okay. they can push things now. Okay. Although Biden did come out and say, and so they would support fight. Taiwan, yeah. which, which I'm, you know, but that's got, okay. that's got world war three written all over it. Lovely. Um, so you've got that, you've got extremely rising gas prices and you've got high inflation. Now, everything with the exception of war with China is, is a fairly normal part of an economy. What has made this extremely difficult is that for the last 20 years, we haven't had to endure uh, inflation and we haven't had to endure um, um, rising gas prices and rising interest rates. So it, We're it, not used to it. No. So if, And you come off the Trump years when things are really good and you go right into this mess, it, it makes it worse. So it's really easy to just to throw your hands up and go, forget it, I'm just, I'm done. Uh, I think a lot of people um, are probably going just through the paces right now. They're just trying. They're trying to make it day to day at this point. I just, just kind of, um, I guess, rolling with the punches because that, that's that they think, man, that's really all. Yeah, that's all that's left yeah. at this point. Is I just got to what what's going to happen today, you know. Yeah. So let me tell you a little secret. If you owe very little debt, particularly no variable interest rate debts, then an inflationary economy, although annoying is not a disaster. Now, you are paying more for gas, you are paying more for your car, that kind of thing. But my point is that it doesn't hurt people that don't owe a bunch of variable money. Uh, it actually kind of in a, a back-end way is good because in theory it'll raise CDs and, um, and savings accounts. And bond, kind of bond rates, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. All right, what do we think is going to happen with all this? Well, what we think is going to happen is as these prices continue to go up, um, we were talking about California, $7 gas. Yeah, not quite $7. Uh, I have no doubt in my mind here in North Carolina, we're going to see $5, and I would not surprise me to see $6 gas. I mean, we're, you know, diesel's $5.50 right now. We're yeah. already at 4 dollars for, yeah. for regular gas. So, I mean, it's, we're well on the way there. Yeah. So, what does this mean? How does this affect the, the, the normal consumer? Well, if you can weather the storm, and by weather the storm, I mean mentally, fiscally, you're going to be fine. If you can weather the storm, then we think around fall, all these ridiculous prices are going to start falling. Uh, those of you in the triangle uh, that are seeing houses going for two and three times their listing price, all that's going to stop because this is what's going to happen. Uh, interest rates have been so long, so low for so long that a lot of people have been able to purchase things that perhaps they couldn't afford um, in a normal interest rate environment. Because it was so cheap to borrow the money, you know, yep. you, you could go get yep. a variable loan for yep. probably, what, less than 2%. Well, you had a fixed loan. Because yeah, even then. Here's what's going to happen. A lot of these people that have purchased boats, houses, cars, trucks, um, any, any high-ticket item. Yeah. Is going to find out with these rising prices that it's very possible they will not be able to enjoy it. 
And so they're going to get rid of them. Yeah, they'll say, well, I, man, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't really afford to fill up the boat right now. And if I can't fill up the boat, I can't use it. So yeah. I got, I got, I'm just going to sell it and be or, done with it. you know, my house payment uh, that I could afford, I can't afford now because gas Stuff's is so expensive. Everything's expensive. Yep. So I think what we're going to see, we're going to see a glut in the fall of – uh, big ticket items, rising houses, inventory, houses, yeah, houses, cars, kind of thing. and what is that going to do? Prices are coming down. Drop prices down. Yep. Now that is exactly the concept behind raising interest rates. That's how you beat inflation. You raise interest rates so the economy slows down, and all of a sudden, instead of having one house on the market, there's twenty five, and so the prices are better. Now, still expensive because your interest rates are up, uh, but. You know, there's there's gonna, stuff available to buy, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so kind of what I want to tell you is when you have stuff like this, first of all, don't think that this is an aberration. This is a normal economy, uh, the downside of a normal economy. Now, it is extremely frustrating because we just came out of an administration that knew how to run this country like a business, and you saw the effect. Great economy, low interest rates, gas, and then you – got the people in now that are trying to give away as much as they can to, to buy votes. And yes, I said that out loud. Uh, and so they basically the economy has been destroyed. Uh, one of the difficult aspects of, a, of human beings is we have a very, very short mindset. Very short memory of what yeah, happens. Yeah. Um, so you had uh, Obama, who had a not the train wreck that Biden has, but not a good economy either. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, you had the 2008 debacle, which mm-hmm. – um, but uh, towards the – I guess the end of his presidency, it was okay. Not great, but it wasn't uh, terrible either. Um, so then you have Trump comes in, and Trump changes how everything's done and runs the country like a business, and boom, profit. But because he offended people, uh, which I find absolutely hysterical, because he offended people – uh, the American public forgot, and they voted back in that ridiculous concept of more government, more taxes, uh, give everything away we can. Which, and this is a little sign of this is what kills me that um, I'll give Biden credit. He said he on the campaign trail, he said everything Obama did, I'm going to bring it back, and he has. So um, I I can't fault him for not following on campaign promises, but but you're right, people have people kind of forgot what that was like prior to Trump. They forgot that um, things weren't really working under well, Obama. O- Obama had us, con- had the American public convinced that things, w- there was, there, our you, days were over. Yeah. You would never get back to $2 gas that I can remember him telling, making the comment about Trump about the GDP. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. How are you going to raise that? We, 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 well, where did you, you got a magic wand and no, he just had a business sense. My point in all this is not to, bash the Democrats and law the Republicans because Lord knows I don't like Republicans either. But the point is, this is temporary. Uh, this is a temporary part of your lifetime. There are two ways to ride this out. One, you can pay attention to the mistakes, fiscal mistakes that you might have made. If you're one of those that took advantage of low interest rates and may perhaps overextended yourself, uh, then this is a lesson to learn. Um, those of us now, let me back up. Um, do I like paying four dollars and fifty cents for gas? No, no, it makes me want to makes me want to be sick. Quite no. frankly, uh, do I like groceries being sky high? No. no, but my car payment and my house payment 
is the same. Your big ticket items have not changed. It's the same, yeah. Uh, and those of you out there that uh, are listening to the show, it doesn't take tremendous wealth to be in that position. It, 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 it doesn't take tremendous wealth. It takes, it takes planning and it takes a little bit of discipline. Yeah. Just paying attention. Yeah. Um, it, we've made this comment before. Two years ago, I was going to go buy a boat. Was walking out of the house to go buy the boat. We're talking about cash, money for cash the and boat. pocket to yeah. go buy boat. <laughs> and my wife, the CFO of our family, said, "Where are you going?" So I'm going to buy a boat. She said, "Really?" And I went, "Like, yep." I mean, you and had like one. You were like taking a step out the door. I'd already picked a boat. Yeah. I said, "She said, you think that's smart?" And I said, "Probably not, but I want a boat." She said, "We got about twenty thousand dollars repairs we want to do to the house." Do you think buying the boat's more important than twenty thousand dollars repairs to the house? See, I hate it when she pulls an adult <laughs> card on me. Well, and and her point was not you can't get a boat. It was if you get the boat right now because she knows how you think you wouldn't be able to enjoy the boat because you would just be thinking about how you got to pay for the boat on top of the house repairs. Mm-hmm. So you repaired the house, and two years later got a boat, and now you're having a great time with the boat because you don't have to worry about yeah. paying for house repairs on top. And, and so what I'm saying to, to those of you out there that are getting frazzled by this, all right, first of all, ignore all the doomsayers economy. This is a normal – now, it's nasty, but it's it, a normal part of economy. This is nothing aberrant or unusual or it, – this it, is it's it, a normal economy. It's a little bit exasperated because – or yeah, exasperated because of the, the lack of response until now, but um, – this has happened before, and we came out of it just fine on the other side. This has happened – I don't even know how many how many times this has happened in, in U.S. history, but we've always come out on the other side and recovered. And so quit dwelling on what's bad. Continue contributing to your 401K. Recognize that if this is a difficult time for you, it's probably because you're a little bit overextended to begin with. Mm-hmm. That if it costs ninety dollars to fill up your truck now, and it used to cost forty, and you can't fill your truck up, then the hard truth is you probably shouldn't have bought the truck to begin with, because you can't make big ticket purchases based on the the best days. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a class of people out there, probably the majority of Americans, that are bulletproof with stuff like this, and they're not rich. I don't mean millionaires. I'm talking about people that just go to work like you do every day, yada, yada, yada. But these are people that have always saved, have not lived paycheck to paycheck, uh, and have the ability to pay twice as much for gas. Are they happy about it? No. But they're also the people that probably don't drive a Suburban or a huge truck. Um, they're probably people that buy you know decent, decent gas mileage cars. So, But the point I'm trying to make to you is, a bad economy, I air quoted, reflation, uh, inflation, recession, that kind of thing, it shouldn't bother you other than being irritated. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it shouldn't, you know, right now you should be putting more money into your 401k, more money into your investments because interest rates are down. Um, you're going to hear, if you haven't already, people saying now's the time to get out of the market and move into fixed income. No. It depends on how old you are. Yeah. I, mean, well, I, I should I mean, say a hard no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but don't don't feel like this is the end times. So what I want you to do is I want you to get home tonight, tomorrow, whenever it is, whatever time you listen to us, just run several times now. But you get home and I want you to go, all right, realistically, what have I spent in the last month? And look at it. Now, everybody hates this, including me. 
But if you don't take a good, cold, hard look at what you're spending and how you're spending it, you're absolutely spinning your wheels. You have heard us talk multiple times about the difference between a financial advisor and a financial planner. All right. A financial advisor uh, really is anybody, but a financial advisor basically takes the cream that you give him or she and bases everything on that. And about 10% of the time, it's going to work. We had a gentleman in our office yesterday that had um, had an interaction with a financial advisor uh, over the phone. Actually, it was one of the mutual fund carriers. And um, and they said, if you follow this plan, there's an 85% chance you'll be able to retire and never worry about things. And he said, why would I want to do an 85 I mean, what's the risk of 85%? And I asked him, I said, did the gentleman talk to you about your debts? No. Did he talk to you about any children or grandchildren? No. Did he talk to you about your health? No. Well, that's what a financial advisor does, all right? And that's what you're doing if you don't sit down and figure out how you're spending your money. You're just, you're you're blindsiding it, and it's never going to work. And you're either going to be euphoric or you're going to be crazy, one of the two. In good times, you'll be euphoric. In bad times, you're going to be crazy. Uh, and, and this is what's so frustrating to me professionally and personally. No one handled their money worse than I did the first 20 years of my life. Well, the 20 from age 20 to 40. Nobody. I mean, I knew what I was supposed to and I wasn't doing it. It took me from 40 to 50 to dig out of the hole I got myself into. Now I'm 62 and having the time of my life, but I could have started having the time of my life at 50 if I had paid attention. Uh, and I can assure you that when I was 40, uh, 25, 30 years old, I was making, because remember, I was on straight commission. I was making less than minimum wage uh, and made all the mistakes, bought the big cars, bought the house, took the vacations, all of which we couldn't afford. And so when times got hard, I got in, I was in trouble. Um, and we know that times are going to get hard. That's just a normal part of an economic cycle. Yeah, you, you, you can't have ups if it doesn't come down. Yeah. That's one point. year out of 10 is going to be a disaster. Now, this time it's one year out of 20, cause, but one year out of 10 is going to be bad. And you can uh, live the life of Riley for nine years and then suffer like crap for that 10th year when things hit the fan. Or you can have a good time for the nine years and prepare for that tenth year. Yeah, just you know, you you have a you have a good time for the nine years, and then just say, all right, at some point during this ten year cycle, I'm gonna, I'm just going to have to hang on that that this is going to be rough mentally, that emotionally, my feelings might get hurt because of the way the economy is, but um, but again, because you prepared for it, you're not going to get hurt by it. Again, your feelings may be hurt if you look at your accounts or look at prices of things, but your standard of living doesn't have to change. Your your standard of living should not reflect what's going on in the economy. Um, your your standard of living should be just that. It should be a standard, no matter what the economy is, because the, your standard of living should be what you can afford, whether the economy is great or whether the economy is in shambles, like it is right now. That it it shouldn't change, and, and that's that's how you that's how you make it through these bad years. It is. But just again, just paying a little bit of attention, a little bit of discipline, and and just being smart. And I wouldn't even call it a bad year. I'd call it a year that's not as good as last year. Yeah, I, yeah, that's I mean, that, that, that's kind of the mindset you have to get into. Is oh, we're in trouble. No, you're not. No, this no. is a normal, nasty economy. This, this is a bump in the road. Yeah, 
I, uh, we're we're hitting a pothole this year. Yeah, and just and, and embrace that fact and go. I'm not going to change what I'm doing. I'm going I'm going to keep putting money in my 401k. I'm going to keep putting money into my savings account. Now we may not take the vacation we planned this year because uh, prices are so high. But if so, we'll we'll take it next year. We're going to have a a, a staycation. Well, yeah, we'll have. Well, yeah, we'll we'll yeah. Uh, or, or we may just go to the beach for a weekend yeah. this year or something like that. So it's it's. But this business about running around with your chicken with your head cut off, oh, the sky is falling, is, is absurd. The sky is not falling. You do not need to rush to guarantee contracts. You do not need to uh, worry about the market if you have been properly advised. Now, no, properly planned with, yeah, not advised, plan, planned, planned with. Now, if you're 62 years old and every penny of your money is in the market and you want to retire at 65, all right, that's something to be concerned about. <laughs> uh, we got a gentleman coming in this afternoon. That wants to retire another year, and he's sweating bullets because of what the market's doing to him. But when we designed his financial plan, uh, we put a chunk of money to one side that was protected from the market in case this something like this happens. happens. Yeah, because yeah. we we anticipated that we didn't know when it was going to happen, but we told we knew that at some point in his retired life this was going to happen, and so we went ahead and took steps to prepare for it. So in his case, his overall portfolio, I mean, his stock investments are down about $35,000 since January. Ooh. His overall portfolio is up 50 because because we're planners. We designed a platform that would embrace a bad economy or a good economy because he's going to have both. He's 62. He wants to retire at 64. Uh, his life expectancy is 20 years beyond that. Realistically or statistically, he's going to have two more in his lifetime. Two more, have two two more years more like this. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's coming in for some reassurance. I understand that. That's that's what we're here for. But nothing's changed for him. Um, now, if you're going through life, no clue what your spending habits are, no clue what you're investing or why you're investing, yeah, this kind of economy can be a disaster. Uh, but it's a disaster only if you let it. Only if you let it. The people that uh, monitor their spending, that monitor their investing, uh, are they happy? No, they're not happy. They're irritated like the rest of us are because you've seen just a complete 180 yeah, from what it was. A buffoon ruined the, the economy. Yeah. But on the other hand, it, they didn't hair lip them. They didn't have to push their retirement back two years. Um, they didn't have to get the car repoed or whatever. Now, they're thoroughly irritated, but it's not a life-changing event. Again, this it's it's a bump in the road. It's something that they look around and say, "Dang, this is this is really." I really hate paying four dollars and fifty cent for gas, but well, I still got to go to work. I still got to drive everywhere. So I, what am I going to do? I'm just going to pay it. And they, but but they haven't had to make any radical changes. They haven't had to stop doing what what they've been doing because again, they plan for this. They're aware. They know they're spending. They have planned. And I, and I, I can't. I don't think we can stress that enough that they track this stuff and they plan for it. If this is a life-changing event for you, then you need to make some changes in your life. That's simple. I mean, it's that was good. That simple. That was good. That was very good, actually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's that simple. Uh, if you have questions about this, if you don't believe us, <laughs> if you want to challenge this, give us a call at 252-746-6785. Again, 252-746-6785. Or shoot us a note on the web www.thejourneysgroup.com um, As financial planners, our goal is to get a client from point A to point B with a minimum of uh, stress and difficulty. Uh, every client we have uh, that's gonna, was going to retire this year 
is still going to retire this year. Yep. We have not. Uh, we, we haven't, haven't changed, changed anything. anything. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, so if you're one of those people that's pooping bullets, so to speak, <laughs> can I say that already? Uh, that's better, uh, than, guess, better than the actual I statement. I just did, actually. Yeah. Um, see what you're spending. Budget. With a down market, take advantage and pirate, fire some money into, um, you know, into your 401k and into your mutual funds and whatnot. Do not be a victim. You're a victim only if you choose to be. Well, you don't understand this hard. I know it's hard, but being an adult's hard anyway. <laughs> and again, if you've been properly planned for and you're adhering to this plan, this ain't a big deal. Um, I guess that that one, one final thing when we're talking about plans, make sure you're thinking long term. Um, don't think day to day or even even year to year. Be aware of it, but don't remember that your retirement plan, that your financial plan, is over your entire life. And so, when we're quoting returns or whatever, we're looking. I'm looking 20 years down the road. I'm not looking today. I'm not looking this year. I'm looking 20 years down the road. And so, remember that. Anytime you're doing an investment, it should be for a long, it should be for, for a long term. You're playing the long game here. So don't get so caught up in the forest that you don't see the trees, trees that you don't see the forest. Sorry. Um, and just again, keep that in mind. You're playing the long game here. You're, you're looking at the next 10, 15, 20 years of your life or maybe even longer. So again, uh, if we can help you, give us a call 252. 252- Seven four six six seven eight five. Big message today, folks. This is not a disaster. This is not a nuclear mess. This is just a nasty economy that will come out of like we have everything else. And if you're properly planned for, it ain't no big deal. No worry. Don't don't even uh, yep. don't even let it phase you. All right, we hear the music in my ears. So it's time for us to get out of here and walk back out to my very expensive truck that burns gas. <laughs> we appreciate the opportunity to visit with you today, and hope we get a chance to visit with you next week. This is Tommy Pate. And this is George Pate. Taking care of business. The proceeding has been a paid program. The advice and opinions expressed by the Journeys Group and their guests are their own and may not reflect the opinions and advice of WTIB or Interbanks Media. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although should not be relied as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Fixed annuities are insurance products. Fixed annuities, rates, returns, and guarantees are subject to the claim paying ability to the underlying insurance company. Please see a statement of understanding and prospectus for a full detail on products discussed. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation and as such is not intended to be a direct recommendation. Before acting on any information mentioned, you should seek the advice from a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine whether it is suitable for your specific situation. Investment advising services are offered through the Journeys Group, an SEC-registered investment advisor.